Now we're moving on a bit to uh, Albury Hill, which is up near Seven Oaks. Now, Albury Hill is famous for being an Iron Age hill fort, which was then captured by the Romans after the Roman invasion. But what's really interesting there, there are a number of several little caves, and these caves are archaeologically believed to have been used by Neolithic people, i.e. the people who built Kitts Coating and Cauldron Stones, as places they lived. But my own theory about this, because where they're sited just outside the boundary of the hill fall, almost certainly these would have been used religiously by the, uh, by the ancient British, uh, the Cantiani, the tribe that were in Kent you know, prior and during the Roman invasion. Now, there has been some archaeological excavation done here many years ago, and I'm trying to track down whatever happened to the report, if one was written, what happened to the finds, to, to have a look, to see if there's anything there which would indicate ritual use. But it's just, this is one of my hunches, because of where they're located and the actual sort of, uh, sort of uh, site of them, I really think that these have got ritual use rather than people living in them as cavemen. So the next, uh, right, there, there's the other two, you see the entrance there, there's one around the corner. And I submit, the first time I tried to find these, I, I couldn't. I failed miserably. And I gave up after three hours looking for them. And I went back another time, and I, but on, on this occasion, I had what may cause my magical head switched on. And I just allowed myself to be, if you like, guided there. I found the first one within a few minutes and realized I'd walked past it. I was 10 feet from it. I hadn't seen it. It was so well hidden. And these two... I went along a footpath thinking, this is going totally the wrong direction. And then I suddenly heard some sort of bird flutter in this tree, saw a little like, gap in the hedgerow, dropped down it, and there I was. Yeah. I thought, ah, well, I wasn't meant to find it on that first occasion. But on this occasion, yes, I was meant to find it. And I, I often find it sometimes where you get this sort of guidance to, to show you to places. But I think you have to be in the right frame of mind for it and uh, the entities have to want you to want to go there as well. And again, I'd love to do a ritual here. So one of the things I really like doing there is when I find these ancient places is to do rituals and to try and design a ritual sort of around them. It's like reusing them for their original purpose. Right, next slide. Now moving on to, to Springhead. Now, many of you probably heard of, of Springhead. It's where Ebbsfleet International Railway Station is. It was probably one of the, the most important uh, religious centre in Roman Britain. You know, it, it, it actually eclipsed Bath. I mean, Bath, everyone knows about it. You've got the, you know, the hot spring there and everything. But Springhead was really special. As, as the name says, it, it, it was a number of springs coming out of the sort of... And it was the start of the, uh, the Ebbs Fleet, like a little creek that ran into the Thames. But before the Romans arrived here, the Cantiani had a number of temple sites here. The Romans took this over and expanded it into what you can only describe as a whole religious town. A town grew up around it. It's a bit like, if you like, sort of like medieval Canterbury, if you like, thinking of the Christian connotation. Uh, they had here, a, a, I think it's a, to date, something like 20 temple sites have actually been identified uh, at Springhead. When they did the, the high-speed rail link, they did a, a major excavation that covered up whole, uncovered a whole load of new material. And there's huge parts of the complex which are still actually hidden underneath the garden centre at, at Springhead and places like that. Which, and I, I know an archaeologist friend of mine has been digging this all of his adult life for 50 years, and he reckons they've scratched the surface on it, you know, what is actually there. So the next slide, please. 
This is an artist's impression of one of, the, one of the, the temples. They were all around the water. Water was very important to them. There's a number of deities being identified there. Diana has been identified there. Pan has been identified there. And uh, it, it's a long list of some local gods and goddesses, as well as the sort of uh, the more widely known one. The Romans actually gave huge store to this. You know, it, 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 if people came to Roman Britain, they stopped off here to go to Springhead on their way to London and other places. This was on the grand tour, if you like, when you came to Britain. Right, next one. Right, this is one of the finds that was found when they did the rail link. It's, not, it's a hair, which is a, a quite an interesting symbol. There's you know, some people in the room here. And uh, there's another whole set of finds which only come to my attention literally in the last few weeks. Again, this is my friend who, who hadn't realised I'm actually a pagan. I've known him 50 years. He said, oh, are you interested in that sort of stuff? He said, oh, we said, uh, I've got a, we've got a box somewhere. It's got a few uh, uh, goddesses in it. He said, we've got an altar in there. We've got a few other things. Well, come see it. So I thought, yeah, all right, nothing better than So, yes, I'm going to go and look at these artefacts. So I've got permission to copy them and handle them. So it's really like the, the Roman bit of my research has suddenly taken a, a huge sort of jump forward.